Everybody and welcome back to the Star Wars podcast of our Marvel Comics podcast group family, whatever you'd say. It's been a little bit since we've been on the regular feed. I don't know what the heck I'm saying, but here I am with my man Matt. What up, Matt? What up, Jim? What up? And we end up with this one having Star Wars number 27, an issue that I thought was going to have more Luke Skywalker. He's there, like looking on on the cover. He is not in until the last page, but you're going to convince me that this is all worthwhile as we go <laughs> forward with this. And if you are wondering what happened and didn't realize last week, me and Matt talked about Dr. Afra. That was Patreon only because it was a fifth week and annuals week of comics. And when that happens, we end up having all of our shows on our Patreon, which is patreon.com slash weird science. So if you wanted to go listen to that, where we seemingly lose a little faith in Alyssa Wong, and her storytelling as things are starting in our minds to fall apart a bit in that Afra book. And it is the lowest selling of them. So I think that we're not the only ones, but we'll continue on with that and the rest of the books we're talking about. But again, this one is Star Wars number 27, The Good People. And I actually didn't think we were going to stick with this couple, Bev. No, Melton. you thought they were done. You never yeah, gonna see I them again. I thought we were just gonna okay, that was that, a one and done. We're gonna end up with uh, you know, that they got the plans. They got the idea really. It's not plans. It's more of the idea, hey, Death Star two, electric boogaloo, we better, you know, <laughs> warn them. And so with that, it is kind of a funny thing where after all this, what they're gonna say, and maybe doesn't seem like they have that much inside information. Melton will have more probably. Bev keeps saying like, hey, I just work there, you know, moving boxes and stuff. I don't know much. Melton was a little higher up. But even yeah. so, what they're going to say is, hey, they're they're building another Death Star, and here's where it is. And that is the information that they'll use in the Return of the Jedi. So that's a pretty big deal. I thought it was huge when they ended up showing the partially made Death Star as they were leaving, you know, that and trying to get away. But didn't expect where you're going to stay with them, possibly for three issues. Oh, yeah, definitely. Next issue. We'll have to see. Everybody reviewing it seems to love it. You love it. I have to be convinced to go a little higher, I guess. But we'll see how that works out. Even though some of these people, one guy who reviews the Star Wars stuff on the reg, this guy has over 800 reviews and his average score is 9.5. That I, <laughs> I don't trust that. It's like one of those things where if this guy thinks an issue was a nine, is that him throwing shade at it? Like, oh, man, he didn't like That's that. It's only, yeah. it's only a 9 out of 10. It is below average for him. Very odd. Very odd. But this story, The Good People, Star Wars number 27, is written by Charles Sewell, art by Andres Guinelet, colors by Rachel Rosenberg, and letters by VCs Clayton Cowles. The Rebel Alliance hopes to shift the tide of the Galactic Civil War, believing time is on their side. Just like Mick Jagger sang back in the day, elsewhere, progress is underway at an Imperial Black facility codenamed Second Son. Disillusioned with the evils of the Empire, Lieutenant Melton and his wife, Bevelyn, serve as double agents for Crimson Dawn. Kira has activated these operatives, tasking them with exposing the Imperial facility to the Rebel Alliance. So that was it as well. You know, they want to get out there, but this is a Crimson Dawn thing. In order to slip away undetected, the couple... Di uh, disposed of Major Sharon and hijacked her Imperial shuttle. They escape with their children and have threatened the 
the second, the secret of the second son. I'm having problems. The construction of the second Death Star. So it would have been nice. Like Kira's like, hey, everybody caused some problems. They figure the way to do this is to get the word out that the second Death Star is, you know, starting to be made. And with that, I think it's bigger. Maybe Kira should have sent some help. Maybe they could have gotten out and then say, hey, I know it's a secret communique and kind of, you know, vague, but it would have been nice that when they were involved in this and quote unquote Aunt Kira, this whole deal like, hey, I'm going to end up needing you at some point. If anything goes wrong, meet us on the the moon of Razor. You know, something, but they're yeah. on their own. They end up, they're getting away on an Imperial shuttle and things aren't going to go well. And what I think is, number one, you see that the Imperials, they're not as big. They're, they're lax in letting you in something. But when you try to leave, boy, they're on the case. I mean, this yeah, is not going to be like, hey, uh, why are you leaving like this? Can you <laughs> send us a code? Well, that's an old code, but it still checks out. All right, let them leave. No, when they're leaving, you really have to be on the money with things or they will come and get you. And that's basically what's happening. Again, I didn't even think that we were going to deal with them going. I thought the shuttle was going to be free and clear. They end up because this is, if you you know don't remember, and they even say it in here, this is... The shuttle that they ended up coming in with Major Sharon, who was going to inspect things. So as it leaves, they have no idea that they killed her. They they would have no idea. Now, in that, you have two people who don't normally puddle the, or pilot this sort of thing. And maybe they're veering off course of it. Maybe they're and maybe it's like one of those things. This is the version of like, oh, man, that guy's going over the line. Let's go do a sobriety check on this guy because hey, I don't know around. why. Out of nowhere, they're like, hey, we got to talk to this Major Sharon. What do you have? Like, you know, a little joke you remembered or something? To yeah, go that there? was a Leave little convenient. It. I thought just they had to talk to her out of the blue. Yeah, and they're like, we got to talk to you. I, in my mind, first off, I thought they were going to try to make like an impression. But do you think that they know Major Sharon's voice that would come over a calm like that? No, I thought, I, the, I thought the Bevelin could have talked and they wouldn't that's have That's what I thought. I thought Bev was just going to be like, and really when you do it, you say like, what's going on? I already told you everything I need to do. I got business here. I, I'm going to go. We're about to jump. All this stuff. Uh, or Mountain just, he says that he can't say it. Because he's, you know, the second in command there. Maybe the accent thing. Maybe the the inspector had a British accent or yeah, something like that. I, I just, I just like the idea, and it's tough to do that with, you know, just read it. But Jer Gerard is the one calling, and you end up having Melton say, "I, I'm his personal assistant. He's going to know my voice. I wanted him to be like, hello, what's <laughs> going on, Sharon here? I just needed something like that would make me laugh, but." In that, I would have just actually said to Bev, listen, just end up saying, hey, this is her, you know, what's going on? And just yell. I would just yell over there, like just incessantly yelling about how this is going to delay them. The emperor is not going to like this. Just do the, all the things that you yeah. usually yell at that point and then just hang up on them. I mean, or just make some static really or something, make some yeah, static and be, be like, I've got a bad connection. Yeah, you know? got a bad connection. They're like, we're like two feet from you. <laughs> I just would have gone on. What do you want? I told you everything. I, I'm on the other line with the emperor. Have the shower running in the background. Yeah, or something. really, it'd be great. But they end up where? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. What's going on, Sharon? She's busy now. I'm like busy. Like how big? These shuttles. I never think of being very big anyway. Like she would just be sitting right behind him. What's she busy doing? But ah, uh, she's <laughs> busy. 
uh, all right, you know, uh, over out. And they're like, nope, that's not right. Let's attack. He just yells, get the ties. Scramble the fighters. Tie fighters go to attack. And then you do have some fighting. You have a bit of fighting between, you know, Bev and Melton, but it's because they're upset. They they have this thing, and you get reminded that their kids are on the ship with them, too. So that's why they're really... Yeah, if it was just them two, I think they'd be a little more brave with stuff and like, oh, yeah, but they it, do not want their kids. It raises the stakes significantly in my mind. That's the that's the one thing that that I liked about it more than anything. I I just love where that dead body's there. Now they're being chased and like get that. It's just dead so body scary for those kids. Imagine you're on there and that your mom snapped that lady's neck, and now you're on the run for no reason. And, and I like too where later Melton's like, hey, we could start a new life. You're going to be a bounty hunter. Pretty good. Because even then, <laughs> she mans the guns and starts shooting things. But these TIE fighters are after them right now. They look like they're interceptors too. And they're on it. They're blowing up this shuttle. They got to make a jump, but they don't know where to go. The only thing that they can think of is let's get a hold of an old frequency of the rebellion and tell them that we need their help. We need help. Uh, I thought at one point they were legitimately saying, give us the coordinates right to you, which is never going to work. Nobody's no ever going to. But they end up like, can you tell us where we can go, where you can protect us? Now, in the deal, when you get that communicate at the rebel, you know, the Rebel Alliance main fleet gets this call. They say, and again, now they're playing it like the Imperials. Hey, this is an old code. Because remember, they changed the whole deal of how they transmit stuff. But the one guy's right. Maybe these are the people got scattered on Hoth. Maybe this is going on. And the deal is, is that Lando is just hanging there. Lando's like, hey, what's up? (laughs) Like, oh, we got this thing. And Lando's like, nope, I know it's a trap. I know that this isn't right. And I'm like, really, Lando, this is your deal. Like, come on. And so he's, they say he's down there with Lobot. Everywhere Lobot goes, you got to have Lando watching him. Yeah, he goes and watches and checks <laughs> it out and whatnot. But with all of this, you know, they don't have a lot of time. Bevan Melton need to know some coordinates. They need to know where to go. And the rebellion, oh, we got to push this up through the chain of command. And they don't have the time for that. Well, they're doing the right thing because this is, in my mind, this is the equivalent of a phishing attack or email. I mean, they're they're going. They're, these guys are. Well, you haven't. That's why I think the wink, wink, as Charles Sewell is showing you, they're not as nonsense as the Imperials. The Imperials are always getting in trouble, letting people into the biggest thing. Oh, you mean you want to come here to the new Death Star we're making? These are old codes, but hey, come on. This point, though, the Rebellion has a reason to actually kind of think it could be real. It makes sense. The Imperial deal makes no sense that a shuttle just shows up at the second Death Star. And has old codes. It just makes no sense. This makes sense, but still, you can't just push it through. They end up, we'll send it up through the chain of command. Really, what they're saying is, I don't want to be blamed when things go wrong. So they're like, well, we'll push it up. Pretty the much. only thing, the only thing that Mountain can do is press the button with the pre, you know, pre deal, the flight deal of what Sharon was going to do. They're going to jump to where they already had these things set. And in that, I always thought, and this doesn't make as much sense, but like the Millennium Falcon and things like that, when they end up getting attacked, and the one big thing is Han, you know, desperately trying to figure out where they're going to go. And Luke's saying, what are you waiting for? He says, hey, you know, we could jump into a sun, an asteroid field, anything like that. And with that, I would always think you'd have an emergency set. This is my number one safe point that I always know. Boom, hit that. I just wondered why I didn't have that. But you end up here where, yeah. 
Lando's like, yeah, I wouldn't push this through. So they end up having to be on their own, and they jump to the river moon of Al Dolum. They don't know where they are, but it's going to be an imperial facility if this is where Sharon was going to go. But at least you're out of the TIE fighters that know that you need to be attacked. All of a sudden, pop in, TIE fighters are attacking. So they think that something is either tracking them or yeah. the word has gotten out. And maybe the signature of the ship, if this signature of this ship goes anywhere. And then remember, too, if anybody would sit here and read it and say, ah, really, they take that much. This is the second Death Star that these people are leaving. This is probably, you know, code triple red. There is no way they can let these people get out of there. So, yeah, they're attacked again. And that's where you do end up having Bev get on the controls like a like a Luke Skywalker here, all excited that she kills a man, blows up, a, blows up a TIE fighter. She's a killer, too. She ended up breaking Sharon's neck, so what the heck? And then they jump out again, but there's only one place that they can think of going. I'm playing the idea of me and you talk that Melton, he's not exactly a pilot. He's not a... He's so. I don't think that he knows how to program things on his own. He doesn't know the star charts. If they send him coordinates, he can then press the button of those coordinates, almost like a cut and paste, like a, you know, a website deal. And you go to like it. Like a pre-programmed and, GPS. Yeah. So they would send that, but the rebels couldn't do that. So he just hits the, and again, I think this is like the big button of where you would go. That, and it's Coruscant. You can tell right away when they start talking. And it's funny. Melton's trying to be, coy about it he's like yeah we're gonna go somewhere i don't think you're gonna like it a lot of people there i'm like come on just say it but that's where they're gonna go but they are talking then you know about the stuff is this worth it are we gonna do this uh you know with this idea of the crimson dawn and you know having their kids be protected here as well they don't want their kids to die obviously but they can give them a better life let's figure out what we're gonna do Maybe we could get jobs. You end up having Melton says he's going to be a stay-at-home dad <laughs> while Bev goes out to be a bounty hunter because she's been pretty bad butt throughout this whole deal. It's fine. And then you pop in, like I said, last issue, the cliffhanger of, oh, my God, it's the second Death Star. That's cool. When they pop into Coruscant, I, I'm like, we knew it was that. That's how they're playing it. In the meantime, the ship has been on fire throughout all these things, jumping around. And then when they say at the point, Okay, what we're going to do is we're going to end up going on the escape pod and we'll get out and then maybe they'll think the ship crashed. I didn't realize that it was going to be what this was. And it makes sense because it's not a big thing. The cockpit just comes undone and then just goes hurtling towards. There's no reason anything that you needed to really do that except that maybe the rest would have blown up. But they're still now rocketing towards Coruscant without any way to control things now. You could have actually landed the other way. They're trying to sully it up It doesn't have there. any wings or anything. No, it's just this thing just going straight down. It reminds me a lot. If anything, it reminds me of Escape from New York with the president's deal where he has that, you know, escape pod that goes into New York City. And yeah. you almost even play it that way as it goes through. It goes down to pretty much ground level where all the stuff happens, like all the bad people, the bad seeds, the underworld. They do end up on level 2685. They crash. And then I'm just thinking the idea of like, how these people are going to be pissed. You just went through houses and pende- like all this stuff. And when they do say like, oh, my God, here comes these people, you know, or aliens, everything going to surround the ship. Bev goes to grab a blaster 
<laughs> and Melton says, no, no, no. If you, I'm like, mm. I'd carry a small one, maybe. Yeah. I'd give one to the kids. Everything. Just let go. Like Carl in The Walking Dead. Yeah. There you go. Just don't <laughs> shoot your sister. And then they go out. But keep it hidden because who knows what they're going to do. I mean, there would be so many weird things going through my mind of they're going to grab the kids. They're going to kill us because we, you know, pretty much wrecked wherever we landed here. We got so or they think that we're Imperials, whatever it might be, because they might not be so into how much they've been treated or how poorly they've been treated even on Coruscant. But they end up there and they come out and they're like, hey, everybody. You know, we're, we're unarmed. We're not causing problems. We're here with our kids. This is—it looks crazy. And then all of a sudden, these people just take off. Like, oh crap, I'm out of here. And they take off. Oh, what happened? And you're looking like, oh man, they ca- they can't catch a break, right? I mean, that's no, they're, the they're right thing. on their ass. They're right yeah, there, they're ready to right go. there. They these people are so. But again, if you're going to play the deal, this is the most important secret that the Empire has at this moment. I mean, when they end up getting it, too, I really hope we end up getting the scene where, like, get this. They're making another Death Star. I want everybody to start laughing. All the rebels just laugh. Like, really? That's what they have? They're doing. I think they would laugh. You're right. They would. It'd be hilarious. (laughs) Like, really? No creativity. You'd have a melt. Like, yeah, but get this. It's it's bigger. And then they laugh (laughs) again. They're like, really? It's just a bigger thing of what we destroyed? And then it'd be the craziest. Now, it doesn't make sense the way it works out. But they're like, they still have that shaft. They didn't fix that. That's still the, oh, let's go for that. Again. <laughs> uh, but with all that, they are freaking out. They're ending up, oh, no, they're still after us. And at this point, it's almost like, yeah, I give up. I'm done. Like, oh, crap, because now they have to run. And the thing that you could think of is, yeah, they don't have anybody. They're in the underworld of Coruscant. And they have two kids. It's that. If, again, if it's the him, if it's Melton and Bev, you might be able to just we'll run. Let's just get out of here. Whatever. Two kids in there, and they're pretty small kids. That ends up, you know, not being as easy. It ends up having some problems there, and so all of that going down. And even when they run, they they're just going to be so tracked down. They killed an Imperial officer, but also they have one of the biggest secrets that the Emperor's trying to keep. So. You end up, while all that's going on, you end up having one of the briefings at the rebel, the rebel fleet, the rebel alliance fleet, and they're having this thing. And then they're like, oh, we have a bunch of leads. You know, this is almost like, unfortunately, they don't have that hotline, the rebel scum hotline that the Imperials have that we talked about where yeah. somebody just yeah. calls up. Beep, boop, boop. Hey, uh, yeah, I, I know some secrets. Oh, well, I'm going to have to put you on hold. But by the way, it has to do with rebel scum. OK, well, I'm patching you through. This is just, hey, we'll go through these things. And you do have a nice play. I said, I wish we got more Luke. I don't like Luke's look at the end. doesn't quite look like him. Though, in a funny way with Mark Hamill, it looks like the Joker's mouth. I'm like, what's going on there? But in that, they're going through, hey, we had these things. And there's this fifth thing that came in. It was just a random deal on an old thing. And they ended up saying that they have a secret and wanted to have a way that we, you know, protect them somehow. And unlike Han, who's, you know, the pessimist, Luke says, oh, my God, I got a good feeling about this. So that's pretty funny that you play off that with Han. Yeah, but are they going to listen to him? And he looks like uh, he looks like Mon Mothma without the draft. Yeah, he's a weird look there. It's very odd. Uh, But (laughs) I don't know if they'll listen to him, whatnot. But they they know they will. But even so, they might just say, yeah, you want to deal with this? You go deal with it. 
you and three guys. You go, maybe Lando gets involved. Hey, I want to go too. I'm like, no, Lando, you started this crap. You jerk. You land. It would be funny, Lando, Lobot, and Luke off there. The, uh, you know, they could call themselves the triple L's and, you know, maybe go and have a little team. Yeah. But, uh, with that, it's okay. Uh, I, I'm telling you, I see scores for this of nine five, and then I, I'm not thinking about it now. I think the misplay was they should have in that communication to the rebels. They should have just told them everything. It's it's funny. I guess they're playing the idea, which Being is the selfish. worst because you're not, or they think this is not making a deal with a gangster. You're calling the rebels. If, Give them the information. Yeah, if you say that to a gangster. Then you've now played your card. They're not yep. going to help you. The rebels, though, if you tell them the secret and they think, oh, my God, like this now, the, the funny play would have been have that say they get through. Oh, my God. Thank God I'm through. Listen, we're, we're going from a secret base. The Imperials, they're making another Death Star. We need to get to you. We need to do this. Lando's there would laugh like making another death star like come up with another one there pal like we're gonna believe that like that would have been that would have worked that that would have been hilarious and they'd be like yeah that does seem fishy why would they do something that stupid like you end up having just these officers or even just these rebels that are there at the the line they even think it sounds stupid and that's the imperial's big plan yeah maybe you do that because like you said yeah you you don't have anything you're not you're not doing that like you know, hey, if I tell them the information, that's the only thing keeping me alive here. No, no. the information is what will keep it. So they should have sent it. Exactly. You tell them, that'll make them want to help you more. Yeah. And and the only thing that, I mean, even if you send the coordinates, because that's the big deal. Where is it? But you then say, listen, we, we escaped. Here it is. They're doing this, the coordinates, all that. And please, I have my kids here. We're going through this. We we risk everything trying to get out. We want to help here. Please, I think that they would at least send. Because all they want is a safe place to go. Uh, the only other play is they don't have much of a, a fleet anymore. So what could they do? But then you say, okay, go here and send Luke. Send Luke there. You know, send a couple, you know, Wedge. He's always up for going places. You send <laughs> them. You send the whole, you know, X-Wing deal. And they go, and there you go. And if they get there, and this is a trap, you would have to trust that Luke and Wedge, and that they, they could get out of that. They could just, you know, hyperspace out, and you could just get out of there. So, uh, yeah, that is a misplay. So, even so, I, I don't mind this issue. This is a nice issue. It ends up, but in the whole scheme of things, to me, this seems a little bit stretched. I think that we are getting very close to what we would have as the end mm-hmm. of this deal to get to return of the jedi and i think they are going to try to stretch that out a bit but you see i mean i i i'm with some of the reviews i'm sure you would think the same thing this gives you the the plight of somebody that we don't know of you know these poor people who want to get out of the imperial job and grip and they end up being crimson dawn but it's nice to see some they're not common people that's the thing when people are reviewing this saying oh it's nice to see the plight of the common man not really. They're actually, you know, the one guy, Melton, he's kind of a higher up deal, at least on that facility. And to get in that facility, you got to be something. And so it's not just that. I think it's more of the defection of, you know, this to show what they're going to go through to save their kids from that life and also to help bring down the empire. So hopefully that I would say the kids will live. 
but you may end up having these two. Who knows? I don't know. Yeah, that but. would that would that would suck if they die. I mean, I I think I'm getting a lot of uh, Rogue One vibes for this, and yeah, it is. That's what which, I'm getting which, as well. Not which makes sense on. because again, was the plans and thing. It is kind of that as well. Uh, it would be funny if you just didn't see the kids yet and like. What are we going to do with our daughter, Ray, and our son, Finn? I'm like, oh, my. Like, this is real important. But now you end up, you know, these kids. But maybe this would be some start of these kids getting a little bit inspired for later as well. Uh, but what would you give it? Uh, I, 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 I think I'm probably at an 8.5 on this. Yeah, I mean, I liked I'm, I'm it gonna a lot. Go eight. I'm going to go 8. I'll go a little higher than I was going to go 8. And you were kind of meeting a little because you were going to go 9. Yeah, I'm down at 8.5 now. Again, it's it's nice. And if you're reading... These books, it's one of those where not every issue has to be, you know, balls to the wall. You had the huge reveal last issue of the second Death Star, so it makes sense to keep with them. I just thought we were going to make it more, and it looks like we'll get more Luke then. Look what he's wearing. He's wearing a uh, Imperial uh, officer's uniform. Yeah, he's there. He's ready. And, uh, yeah, when we go to the next one, so he's probably trying to get somewhere. They Does that mean, like, is that the spoiler that they definitely get captured? And he's got to go take them. I I don't know. We'll see. Maybe. Yeah. It is cool seeing him in that, though. It does look like Cloud City and a bit with that, but with that yellow lightsaber. Cool. I, I wish that he kind of had that throughout. But uh, with all of that, that's that. That is the end of this issue. We're a little positive, more positive I was than I thought I would be. You convinced me and just going through it again nice. convinced me a bit. I just like Lando. He's just Lando was probably messing like he's not even trying. At this point, he's just like, yeah, I don't think, you know, I don't believe them. Oh, no, Lando, what are you doing? Uh, but yeah, so <laughs> we'll, we'll continue as we do next week and going through these books, the main, you know, issues of the stuff going on right now. So if you enjoy listening, you can go and follow us at on Twitter at uh, what is it? WS Marvel Comics. And then also go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash weird science, where we have a bunch of shows, including. This one, obviously, that comes out sometimes early. We'll see how that's going, but also some other store stuff that we have working on and things. And also go to our website, weirdsciencemarvelcomics.com. But that's that. That is it. We're going to get going. Thanks, Matt, for joining me. Rob. And thanks, everybody, for listening. And we'll talk to you next week. Go read comics. You are all weirdos. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution.